and welcome to episode 12 of IBE. I'm Isabel, the host of this podcast. Today's podcast episode is on a group 6 subject in IB, HL Music. I'm joined by four of my friends today to share about this pretty unique subject, to find out why they study this topic and how they dealt with the IA and EE components. Before I go on, do follow us on Instagram at the IB Experience to get updates when we post new podcast episodes. And we also have an email, myibexperience at gmail.com. So feel free to drop us questions on tackling the IB. That's myibexperience at gmail.com. Can I get y'all to introduce yourselves? Let's start with Isha. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Isha. So um, I think, okay, I took chem music and HL and my SLs are language, Chinese and math. Mm, hi, I'm Kylie. And I'm Tabitha, and we took the same subject combi of HL Chem, Econs, and Music. And SL, Chinese, Language, and Math. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I took uh, HL Chem, Music, and Maths. And my SLs are Language, Econs, and Chinese. Okay, now we'll just jump in into the topic at hand today, which is HL Music. Why, Why? choose HL Music? Okay, for me, it was because I did well in my O-level music. I, I got like uh, an award from the school. Mm. So then I thought that that was kind of like a sign to continue with it. Mm. Yeah. And also a lot of interest. I guess for me, um, during like O-level, like high music, I also scored quite well in it. Lah. And it was better for me. It was, I scored better in it compared to my other subject in choice. And I thought like music was quite fun and I have a passion for it. So why not just go with HL music instead? Lah? Yeah, for me, I was deciding between music and bio because I did pretty good for both of them. And I was like, not sure. Then I decided that uh, perhaps I would, I'm leaning more towards studying music than pursuing sciences in the future. So I decided to drop bio and... Go for my passion. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, for me, um, okay, like, I actually DS hate music, so mm. I had to take music. But I think, I, like, it wasn't just because of that. Like, I think I decided to take music anyways. Like, even, I would have taken music even if I didn't get DSA. Yeah, but I think it's because, like, I come from, like, a musical family. So, like, music has always been, like, a central aspect of my life. Yeah, so it also became my passion, like, over time. Yeah, and I guess it just feels natural to take mm-hmm. music for me. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with regards to technicalities, is there a prerequisite for taking HL music? I think it was, like, grade 5 theory. Yeah, and grade 8 practical, I think. I don't think it's grade 8 I practical. Think... Maybe, like, 6. Okay, maybe, yeah. But I think there was a grade 8 something. Mm. And I think mm-hmm. if you took, like, you, if you studied music in your secondary school before you came to Ivy, all the more, I think your teachers will also encourage you to take music. Mm-hmm. So all of you had at least like O-level music background. Yeah. yeah. All of us took higher music in secondary yeah. school. Mm. And you were an M.E.K. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, then, since all of you touched on passion, I think we can go in and talk about the curriculum and what you learn about music. I'm a music noob. I know nothing. <laughs> Educate me about what you all learn for HL music. Oh, a lot. That's quite yeah. a lot of content. Yeah. I think like, okay, for in our current syllabus, right, 
we did it based on like like pre-studied music and like uh like set work first yeah. we we learn about like we we studied two works in like in detail we had to write essays on it and then there was also the the, the branch of unprepared music um yeah like, so that one we learned like the western classical music um jazz pop and Whoa. world music yes. yeah and so, we wrote essays on them too like it's a 30 minute analysis on the spot during exam stuff so mm-hmm. so we just like prepared like um how great um there's all the background information about um each genre and like, the composers kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah so like world music we studied music from all over the world like like we had to listen to a piece and know that it came from like a specific place like mm-hmm. the caribbean or africa or something yeah um, <sighs> that's yeah that's the written part of... that was yeah that was the written part okay uh, but okay putting away from ia we'll, we'll do we'll go back to ia later but i mean going back to curriculum uh so the essays you all wrote about is it like the technicalities of music so explaining why a composer wrote a piece or is it more there history was, there was like four different things that they looked out for it was terminology um structure of the piece elements so like or oh, elements is the worst mm-hmm. like there was dynamics <laughs> rhythm structure okay. melody texture instrumentation harmony and um, context yeah ah, yes. yeah all that's under doctor c smith yeah, Yay. that's the abbreviation. And context is like worth five marks in an essay. So you oh, need to okay. know, like, if you hear, then you can tell the, the style of the piece and like, which kind of composer composes this kind of music. And you write about the composer and, and, yeah. That was, yeah, for written essays. Although I'm sure that like, prospective, in the prospective years when um, students join ID music, I th- if I'm not wrong, I heard the syllables will change, but I'm not sure about how much, but yeah, this was what we did for our written papers. Okay. How do you enjoy learning HL music? Yes. Yeah. I guess like for me, like, okay, the studying part is fun, but the stress from doing each 30-minute practice <laughs> is so much. <laughs> yeah, like, um, the course for the exam, um, I can, I guess I will talk about the format of the, um, the written paper. So, we have five questions and each question we have to finish within half an hour. And for... Four of the questions. Is it four questions? Yeah, I think. No. It's three, three. Three. Three questions are actually um unseen, uh, rather unheard pieces. <laughs> yeah. Unprepared. Unprepared. Yeah. Unprepared. Yeah. Unprepared. It's just music. on the spot. They give you the. I see. I see. Yeah. So we have to um be really quick to respond to the extract and write out um, a good analysis. Yeah. Mm. So you have one written paper, and that's. That's thirty percent of the curriculum. The rest is um. IA is yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. So your mm-hmm. IA is like seventy <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We had this one yeah, IA that constituted a big part. It was called like musical links investigation. Oh, and you have more than one IA. All this like um assessment and all that is like quite stressful. But the having the lessons and all that and like the mm-hmm. chill um classroom environment yeah. and all mm-hmm. that is like pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we all enjoyed it. It's definitely like a refreshing experience from like other subjects because music classes, like there's like only like, seven of us. Yeah, there's seven of us. Yeah. So it's very chill, and and you also don't get taught by one teacher. You get taught by Four. all the all the teachers in the mm-hmm. department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. yeah. 
So yeah, it's very interesting. Huh? Yeah, it's very true. They are so nice. Like we get to we get to sing along sometimes to the music and we dance. I think since like for I think in no matter which school in music class like the size your core will always be quite small. So it's good to bond with your friends in music class together also. Cause you all tend to do a lot of things together, a lot of projects. You'll juggle your IAs at the same time in lessons. So if you are like more bonded together, it's really a good time to like talk about music like together. And we also perform together for stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, we had the concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a competition. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there was a yeah. Yeah, I went for a duet competition like um in NG. Wait. Was it part of the program? Um mm. it was like a separate competition. Yeah. That's but like... the teachers picked who to go and it's like an enrichment thing, uh. Yeah, it's kind of an a side mm. enrichment thing. Is your cohort bigger than most music cohorts? Yes. yes yeah, yes, it yes. was. Seven is really a lot. Yeah, the yeah, previous yeah. cohort, like the current years, year eight, two. they have three, three of them. And our current juniors in year six, there yeah. are only two of them because one of them left to oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of them either left to go to another uni or left to go overseas. Your music hall will be smaller. But te- typically the expected size is about four to five people per cohort. Uh, sometimes it's two or three, but if you're the only one there, I mean, private tuition. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so it's like going to school for private tuition. <laughs> yeah, alright. So we've, we've touched on the IA a little bit, but mm-hmm. we can go back to that. You. Later. Now? Mm. Now. No. Now. Okay. You had, you start three components. I completely forgot oh, yeah. them. So, so Let's <laughs> go back to them. So the three components are um, composing, performance, and, and music links investigation. Okay, so what is composing entail? Yeah. You all come up from scratch with your own topics. Mm-hmm. So like compo- the composing branches out to a few things. So there's um, uh, there's like freestyle composition, which is basically like you start from scratch and you can do anything you want, any instrumentation, and yeah, any length of of music. Then there's arranging, which is so you choose like uh, already like released piece of music or like a pop song and then like you write it for like a different instrumentation so like what do you guys do for arranging oh what do you do i didn't arrange <laughs> oh yeah. yeah i remembered for okay but before yes, so I... my, my mine's like a bit different lah because um like for my composing element like i did i did um tech composing yeah i did um, music tech so it's like electronic music production. So like um I did two I sent I, I, I submitted two compositions, yeah. Of electronic music. Yeah. So And for that that kind of replaced your that arranging replaced, and yeah. freestyle composing because you technically freestyle to tech music things, right? So I guess you can say also here like the is actually the IAs can be like flexible like, according mm. to what your skill sets are like if you have a if you do like music tech then obviously your teachers will say like oh yeah you can do this too but so, if you're average like us right you just follow <laughs> what they want <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the standard combination that the teachers chose for us first yeah. yeah i think like you can choose your combination of you can choose a combination of like like mm. yeah mm. compositions, compositions. Yeah. so you can do like i don't know you can do two freestyle instead of one freestyle and one arranging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, everyone has to do stylistic writing. Mm-hmm. That one is like 
But that's another IA, right? Um, that's that's really just under, composing. under the composing. So oh, composing wow. was branched out into three things. Composing, arranging, stylistic writing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess we can talk a bit about that one. And I think um, our internal assessments formed a big part of our curriculum, such as we learned how to arrange, we learned how to compose, we also did like stylistic writing. So we had to do like, composing in the style of certain composer and for us it was um baroque,对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？对吧？
um, not only does um, is there no fixed form, but um, yeah, there's a lot more freedom for you to explore different things. But because there are no boundaries, it's harder to um, make sense of what you're doing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like any instrument, any form, like people say sky's the limit, you can even go beyond it. That kind of like that kind of freedom that you get. So sometimes people are overwhelmed by this freedom and some people prefer it more. It's really on what your style is. Uh. Okay, I hope the answer to my next question is yes. Please try and say yes. Um so did your teachers give you insufficient structure and guidance? Okay. <laughs> Generally the correct answer would be like yes, they just gave like but if you ca- come to them with like a blank sheet like I don't know what to do. I really am stuck. They will say, you really have to help yourself first, but they, maybe they can show, like, maybe your teachers will say, like, oh, this is what your seniors did, mm. or maybe this is what your friends are doing. You you can always, like, be inspired by other people, mm. or by, like, things that are around you, what you see, what you hear. And anyway, because people always say music is, like, a story, but based on sound, music, not by words. So you can really just... For me, it's personally based on like what I experience around me. So I guess for this part, the freedom is something more appreciated by me. Yeah. But those who like want to you have a structure for it, then go ahead. It's really quite free. I think um, yes. I think like okay, the the thing about music in the first place is like it's quite there are no like rules or like it's a lot of like creative freedom. So like sometimes for like compositions like the the guidance that I get will be more like yeah like what Kylie said like a lot of ideas and stuff so in the end it's like up to you to choose whether you want to use it so like there's no like fixed like route that you can take or like the teachers have to direct you towards that but that being said like I think the teachers like for me like um I got quite a lot of guidance for like um for like my stylistic writing because I'm not <laughs> very good with that um. So yeah, like what we said just now, we have to write like, um, uh, we have to write in the style of like Baroque music, yeah, and like seventeenth century music. So, um, like I'm not very familiar with that type of music. So, yeah, but my teacher like helped me to yeah, give me a lot of ideas and like, and yeah, in the end, like I had to choose like how like best like which ones to use and like how best to use it uh. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see a lot of guidance for that. Oh yeah, I think um even though we had HBL earlier last year, but um, we could still uh, have consultations with our teacher for mm. composition. So um, we'll just Zoom call and then uh, yeah, and go through our composition and our teacher will give us advice on what to do. But what we do is ultimately our choice. Mm. Yeah, but okay, but with this much freedom, right, there was also like a grey area, like a danger zone of what is considered your own work and what was low-key plagiarizing people. There was a there was a there was a slight danger zone on that. Like you can quote other people's music things. Like you can quote like you can take like motives from other people's work and use it. But the thing is that you cannot like wholesale like transcribe something from someone. Like even in the arranging component, right? If it sounded too much like a transcription our teachers would reject that, ask us to redo the whole thing again. Yeah, yeah, so I guess it's good that our teachers provided enough guidance such that we knew um, the direction to take. Yeah. So we've talked about composing, we've talked about performing. 
and the last segment of the I-80s. MLI. MLI. <laughs> oh man, MLI. Which is musical investigation. So we had to like, um, for for us like our our school like we, we made a website these, like everyone was supposed to make a website and then like we're supposed to like choose two um contrasting pieces and then like yeah create a website that compares the musical elements of two genres and draw like any like links usually usually the two pieces are like really contrasting so for example it could be like um uh indian traditional music and like some baroque piece yeah so like when you first hear it like there's no there's no like similarities whatsoever but like when you analyze it like so what i was supposed to do is to analyze it and draw like musical links yeah yeah in the form of a website which was quite <laughs> it was so stressful. horrible <laughs> yeah. yeah formatting was quite a pain okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like when you because you had to pick two different uh, pieces from two contrasting more of like cultures also you can call mm. two contrasting oh, yeah. cultures yeah. but i think the most painful part was it's not the writing itself that was painful because you could do it on a document you had to format it on the website make sure it looks presentable and it's interactive enough for like people to use as like a normal website the worst part was like cutting audio audio clips and like putting it in as your evidence oh like <laughs> what? it's oh. not just audio it was uh, um formatting the um what's it the score and pasting it onto like uh. next to each audio clip right yeah, yeah. so about about the time i spend like doing all these like technical stuff right. oh but there was also it. like if your piece did not have a score like ready you had to listen to the piece and transcribe the things on your own. So if you're doing a really, really difficult piece or like some piece like where it has many pitch bends and tones, which is super difficult to write on a like a, a score. A Western score, then mm-hmm. yeah, it's really quite painful. Yeah, I think that usually applies for those jazz pieces where uh, there's mm-hmm. no fixed uh what's it? Transcription of the piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But although for me like I was lucky enough to find a score, but I don't know, for you, what do you have? I one of my pieces was the girl from Ipanema. Yeah, so uh the improvisation part by the saxophone I had to also listen and transcribe <laughs> on my own. Oh no. Yeah. 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 Okay, honestly I found um although this um all the formatting is quite tedious, but I think what the hard part of this uh MLI is that um I don't know, the links are not very obvious and it's very hard mm. to get a very um, good mind, I guess. I think yeah. your piece selection is very important. Oh, yeah. Because for me, so like, I chose two pieces at first, like one jazz piece and then romantic, like, violin solo piece. So it was, um, but I, I struggled a lot at the start because I couldn't find links. So, like, after a long time, I decided to change, change like, one of the pieces. Uh. So, and it really helped like to like speed up the process because to draw links between like the the like the two pieces that I chose later and yeah so piece selection is important and like yeah I think what was most important is that you could find like you needed to find links between songs based on musical elements like so the like Dr. Smith like we listed just like now. the musical dimension so it's like is the structure similar? Are the melodies similar? Or are the rhythms, the harmony similar? Those kind of like dimensions that you have to make a link from, like either one of the elements. In terms of uh, choosing which musical pieces to contrast, 
was it within the boundaries of like your curriculum or was it really just no. free for all? Free. Free for oh, all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so I guess technically from our curriculum, we kind of have exposure to a lot of yeah. genres. So mm. we could also pick from what we learn. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because of the breadth of our syllabus, mm. like we touch on like everything. So we know a bit about everything. Okay. Now we're gonna talk about the music EE. <laughs> which all four of you decide to undertake. Brave souls. <laughs> So, was, was from taking music HL to choosing a music EE, was there a natural choice? Or are there other things you all were considering? I didn't consider anything else because... Yeah, same. Yeah, like, in uni, I heard that you have to write pieces and, like, dissertations all the time. So, EE would really prepare me for it. Yeah, and I also was interested in writing a research paper for the first time on music. Like, who even does that? I haven't heard of anyone who writes, like, music papers. Yeah, for me, I was also quite interested in that. Because um, in secondary school, I did one for bio. So this would be really mm-hmm. different for me. Yeah, and I wanted to see how it works. Yeah. Uh, for me, I went on a roundabout trip for my EE before I ultimately landed back on music <laughs> EE. So, yeah, but music EE, it was like one of my top choices and it was quite fun. It was... Do y'all go by the ballot or do y'all like do a proposal and all that? Ah, I think I wrote a proposal. Yeah, but then all of us put it as first choice, I think. The, the thing is that nobody does music EE, so even if you ballot, you will still get it. But, <laughs> but... But yeah, I also wrote a proposal. Actually, the proposal was what like my proposal topic was actually why I wanted to do EE music EE. Cause okay, the thing about the thing about it, right? Is like you no, know, I wanted to do a topic on like film music, so like Hans Zimmer and that sort of stuff. The thing is that um, uh, the thing about music EE is that you need a lot of resources. So that so like film music, which is like quite modern, like doesn't have a lot of resources. So, like, and. I thought I could do that. That's why I wanted to do music EE and I proposed my topic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was actually how I got to music EE. Um, but sadly, like, I couldn't do, like, that topic because, um, yeah, there's not enough resources. And, like, so it got rejected. But, um, but then again, like, if I look at my other subjects or, like, the other subjects, I really don't think I see myself doing, like, EE in, like, those other subjects. And, like, I think for me, like, music E anyways would just be, like, something, like, interesting. Like, yeah, so, yeah, so it was kind of, like, a natural choice for me. Yeah, so that's why I thought. Um, yeah, it was, my experience was, it, it was actually quite fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, mostly because of my, my E mentor. Like, he was very nice and, like, um, and, like, he's really, like, uh, well-versed and, like, all sorts of like genres and stuff. So I got a lot of good advice and tips and help along the way. La. So that made it more enjoyable. Should I say my round? Oh, yeah, yeah, I just put... share. Just... So <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my story made a lot of people laugh in the court. Like in I I really wanted to do music EE at the beginning of the year. But then my teacher said, if you have no proposal, you don't do music EE. So at being being the blur girl I was, I actually listened to him and I didn't put music in any of my ballot choices. I was at then after music after that scare from my teacher, right? 
I I randomly better, but I want so I was thinking, okay, why not let's do a language E? So I put my language E as your first choice. But the problem is my fourth choice was my mother tongue B E E. And and the balloting results came out. I got I got my fourth choice. I got Chinese B E E. And I had completely no idea how to do it. Like like the it spread around school like fire because in our school almost nobody did a Chinese BE. Fast forward to like a few events later, but it, there was this one music teacher asked me, "Why don't you switch to music EE? I'll second your decision and I'll be your EE mentor." And I said, "Okay." I appealed to switch from Chinese BEE to a music EE, and I had to meet like the vice principal and to like explain why my current choice does not reflect my balloting choices. Cause I did not put music in my balloting choices, like the blur girl I was. So eventually, my appeal got through, <laughs> and I came back to music EE, and I started on my music EE like three months later than all everyone else in my court. Yeah, so that was a. Next time when you want to choose your EE, choose your ballots properly. But uh, my experience with it was okay. The tough part about it was to was selecting a appropriate research question to base your entire EE on. Because um, for our school, we had a certain, certain like structure to do it. And they all wanted us our questions to be a to what extent. So you could either explore the development of a piece, or you could compare two works. two works, or you could study the evolution of a composer's writing style. Or like the influences from other composers. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, so although, huh? Oh, sorry. Although that one's a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Influencers, yeah. Did. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did it. So, yeah. it's around the area, lah. And since with that limitation given to you, like that structure, boundaries given to you, um, other than that, you're free to choose that your pieces, your composers. So, it's really a lot of, like, uh, you have to do a lot of research before you ultimately decide on what you want. And there's also a worry of not, of, like, not having enough resources available whether it's in hard copy or soft copy, because you need to have an, a good mix of both. Okay, yeah, for me, um, I also... Uh, wait, what did I do? Okay, okay, I, yeah, I submitted, like, the... Thing, right? What's the thing Proposal. Proposal. Yeah, okay, I submitted the proposal, and I had to change my topic, because the topic that I was um, doing initially was already done by a senior, which I only discovered later by looking in the library, so I was kind of sad, but... Um, I think I tried going for some something that I somewhat liked, like um, in terms of like the composer I chose. Yeah, but I realized that I had some trouble uh, forming my research question and um having um not like, not having enough resources. Yeah, but I don't know. I think eventually it worked out okay because I relied mostly on my own analysis and like um okay some of my um sources. Although they were like, um, I managed to find them, but a lot of them happened to be like dissertations from unis and Ooh. stuff. So Ooh. a little bit, um, it's not that great, but I think I still found enough. Yeah, so mine was like kind of classical music and jazz influence, yeah, and jazz elements. So it's a little bit more unconventional, I see. Yeah. For me, I did. Okay, at first I chose to analyze a piece, like it was Rachmaninoff's, it was. It was our set work, actually, but no one told me it was our set work. So I had a super nice proposal. I had, like, a bunch of books on it. So, like, I thought I would be fine. But then, 
um, after analysing and like starting on my EE for about a few weeks, then only then did my teacher tell me, actually, you're already studying this in school, so you're not supposed to use it for your EE. So that put me back like 10 steps. <laughs> so I had to like research some more and then I decided on Tchaikovsky. I, I composed, I didn't compose. I, I analysed two of his compositions and... Yeah, it was it was horrible. Like, um, I think I think at the start I chose to analyze, like, something that wasn't very substantial. Like, the 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 comparison wasn't very good, so I wrote an entire EE on it. But then my teacher told me that actually your points aren't very good. So even if you have a lot of evidence and whatever, like, your argument isn't strong enough. So. I had to redo it and it was so painful because like redoing like that 4,000 words, it was, it was horrible. Like I cried over it a lot and yeah, I, I mean, I got, I got a lot of help from my teacher, my, my, my mentor. She helped me find a lot of um, good books and like essays on it. So I had guidance, yeah. So how would you advise juniors to make? music eat a less painful experience? Like, what kind of groundwork or preparatory work? Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. Or is the pain just, like, inevitable? I think a lot of the, the, the pain, like, comes from, like, I think just, like, the, like, we, I think we're just generally, unf- like, when we start out, we're, like, unfamiliar with a research process. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, like, the, like, it actually is a lot more, like, just, like, reading and, like, um, searching and, and it's, like, um, because, okay, like, for me, like, um, one of my problems or, like, pains on my E was I actually decided on what I wanted to do first before finding enough information about it. Mm. So, then I kept going, like, back and forth between different ideas. But I think that the... The thing that really helped me was to realize that, like, the thing about research is, it's, like, it's research. It's, like, reading up and getting, like, um, inspired by, like, the books that you read and, and, and like, the websites and all that sort of stuff first before you decide on something. And, yeah, I think that's important, like, um, because I tend to, like, I think for most of us, I tend to, like, um, choose something first and then, like, see if there is enough resources for it but i think like let the resources tell you what there is so yeah i think that's a big thing that i learned and i think would help i think not just for music e for like like any research you know any subject really and i think yeah that was the um, biggest thing i took away from like e and like the research process about the research process <laughs> yeah if your ee um, if your idea, like, what you're doing does not have, like, enough resources to, like, um, corroborate your thesis, what you can do is that this is, like, an informed inference based on your evidence and based on, like, secondary sources, but you can say it's not 100% confirmed as the composer himself never really acknowledged this part. Like, the, the piece that I did in particular, Bojack's first symphony, had almost no personal notes on it. And so it was, 
most of my analysis had to be like inferred, not like solidly confirmed by the composer himself. So that part was a challenge. Uh. But it's also but it's always good to like do something that is what more rightly researched on. Hey, but the bright side is that if you do things that are not that widely researched on, you're contributing to the knowledge pool. Yeah? Ooh, um my advice is that just have a general idea of what you might want to do. Like have a few ideas. Yeah. Then go to the library and read a ton of books. Like gather a whole stack and just flip through, read and mm, take down quotes, take down the books, take down the authors, and then like you can pull all your knowledge that you have and then from there you decide what exactly you're gonna focus on. Okay. That helped a lot. Yeah, but music books are your best friend. Yeah. Oh, for me, my advice is that uh, I guess this applies to other EE subjects as well because uh, my from my from my personal experience, my citations and bibliography were a total mess, and I only had time. You know, I I wasted some time at the end trying to sort everything out because okay, what happens is that um I did not have a good. Okay, I didn't have a tidy collection of all my sources and <laughs> what quotes I used, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Then in the end, I think uh, something happened and I lost my citations uh, <gasps> on my research document, like on my, my EE document, so I have to redo that part. So it was a pain oh, finding no. all the um, the no. citations and um, linking it back to like the point that I was making. So my recommendation is to like create a spreadsheet and uh, make sure everything is... Uh, very tidy and in mm. order so that um, it helps a lot with referencing yeah I think what, like another piece of advice is that like um, is like once you have a good topic and once you know that you have enough like information like just start writing because I think one of the problems I had was that like um, I was fearful that I didn't have enough um, stuff so like I would like yeah I would I will kind of like not yeah, I won't, I, I'll, I'll kind of like procrastinate and like, I think the best thing you can do is just keep writing and like, um, like, you shouldn't like worry about the word limit at first or like, um, your, your, your English, like, or like just, just keep writing and like, and also I think it'll be good if like, to like come up with like main points first as well. I think that's very important. Any more advice? Oh, um, if there's a place for you to save your citations in case you don't want to lose them, whether it's websites, web pages, books, or what, I recommend you use like, like uh, citing uh softwares. Like the citing software that I use in particular was Zotero. Yeah, you can use Zotero. It's quite easy to maneuver. It's like. And once you have it there, right, Zotero will keep your citations for you. And when you wanna um want to put your citation onto your EE, you can just select the format that you want and it'll copy out the whole thing for you. Mm-hmm. So software citations are a good place to store your video. Okay, I guess adding on to what Aaron said and um picking up your mentor's advice, like um basically, yeah, don't worry about the word limit at first because although 4,000 words seem very formidable but once you start writing all your ideas like I think the best way to do it is to pack in as many ideas as you can and you can just exceed the 4,000 word count as much as you can or something like just make sure you have enough meat and then you can filter out what is not that necessary and uh, what's a more relevant kind of thing and 
and make sure those are in the 4,000 words. Yeah, you can cut it down later. Oh, yes. Yeah, what she said was correct. Write out everything you know is important first. And from there, you just see, like, what... Um, you, you should approach your mentor and see, like, which parts are important, which parts can afford to be filtered. Because really, just write more than four, more than 4,000 words yeah. in your don't, first few drafts. Don't discount your ideas at first. Correct. Yeah. Don't discount. Uh, and it's easier to reduce to 4,000 than to bump up to 4,000, I guess. Yeah. Because if you if you have the mentality of bumping up to 4,000, you're just going to end up fluffing your entire essay, which, believe me, your mentors will be able to see through it. So now that you have been through the EA experience, do you think it's prepared you as you kind of hope for for uni? Um, I mean, we're not in uni yet, so you shouldn't know really. But, but according to like teachers and seniors, it really does help. And does that scare you? <laughs> because um... of the process? Do you all regret the process? Do you all think you could have chosen an easier route with another EE subject? No. I think, I, no, I think it's quite the opposite. Like, I think I think it's a bit more reassuring because you've already been through the process. Mm-hmm. So when you're uni, it's it's less of a pain to like, un, un, like understand the process mm-hmm. because you've already been through it. Yeah, okay, okay. And you have the soft skills needed, like how to research, how to cite, how to keep track of your information, how to structure your essay in general. I think these are the skills that you, the, like the crucial skills that you learn during an EE that can be applied anywhere, whenever you write your own thesis. Okay, then closing thoughts. Mm. What advice do you have for juniors who are considering using HL? Okay, honestly, I'm not super sure because I I heard that the next batch onwards they'll be having a different curriculum and assessment mm-hmm. format. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think instead of having written papers and okay, I'm not sure about the IA part, but they won't have written papers and I think it's more of portfolio work. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure how that would be for them. Yeah. It's yeah. just a lot of composing. Yeah. yeah. It's it now it feels like it feels closer because I know that. HL visual arts, they don't have written papers also, but it's also based on like they are also like quite portfolio work, right? right? Mm. So music is also like steering towards that kind of approach. So when you want, just take note lah. Although there's no written papers, it still takes a, takes up a lot of time and effort. And you want to do it, you really have to commit to it. Yeah, as long as you're passionate uh, about music and all that, I think it would be a worthy pursuit. Yeah, and oh yeah, okay, I guess. For EE because it will still be the same, I guess. Mm, yeah, EE is still same. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. If you like it, if you if you like the idea of it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you wanna, I mean, it's quite a fruitful process. Yeah. So mm. I, I think, think it's worth. If you, if you're coming from, if you have done music elective program or like O level music, um, I think it would generally be quite. Uh, it's less daunting in a sense. Yeah, I think. Like, yeah, if you're passionate about music and you've done O-level music, I don't think it really is a problem at all. And I guess uh, the new syllabus would be, like, yeah, more, more composing. So I guess if you're, like, someone who's, like, well-versed, who, like, knows a lot of, like, different genres of music, listens to a lot of different types of music, or is, or is willing to, like, to do that, I think you'll be able to do it. Yeah. I think the skills I learned in music, like, I feel like it's... I wouldn't have thought like I could have learned it anywhere else. Like the things that I learned from music, whether it's like writing or like being creative on my own and composing or whether it's like talking to my friends about it. I think like all this all these like valuable skills and 
things are something that I don't think I'll be able to get anywhere else. So it's a really fruitful experience. I wouldn't trade it for anything else. Yeah, honestly, music music class is very fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My advice, right, would be just to enjoy the process. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate like every small lesson that your teachers teach you or that like you experience. Because I don't know, you you won't get this anywhere else, lah. Correct. And and maybe also if like yeah, considering, or maybe if you're like passionate about music and like, but you're also concerned about like if you if you swap it for another subject, you might not uh, go into this particular course in uni. I think that like in in general, I think like you should like try new things, you know, and like don't restrict yourself. Go for it if you're passionate. Okay, we've come to the end of this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening in. And as mentioned before, do follow us on Instagram or feel free to email us at myibexperience.com.